0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Today is Wednesday, June 9th, and I am joined by my playing partner, Mr. Andrew Hansen, to discuss a very interesting golf tournament this weekend called the Palmetto Championship at Congaree. What do you think about that, Andrew?
1: Well, I think it's going to be our first time down this road, down this Magnolia Lane, so to speak. (laughs) yeah first time for everybody well most of the guys haven't played here first time it's a tour event held here and it when you're playing golf in real life coach I don't I don't like playing a course for the first time if you have all these dog legs and blind shots and you just don't really know where you're going I always like that second round at the course Um, and so we got to overcome that in DFS this week and try to find an edge yeah it's it's not
0: gonna be easy this is you know this is a, a week that uh you know there's gonna be a little bit more variance you know there's a lot less to study. I mean we've got first of all the, let's mention this because it's sort of amazing it's seventy six fifty five and only a par seventy one are you kidding me <laughs> longest
1: par seventy one on tour this year this is no joke no, no. So it's it's going to be that combination,
0: I think. Of you know, and we'll talk about that as we you know you go through your your study of it and everything. But it looks as though it's going to be, um, you know, you got to hit it long, and your approach has to be good because uh, if not, you're you're in trouble on those greens. So man, it's uh, this is going to be a real tester and a hard one to really handicap,
1: you know. It is. Yeah. In terms of the course, it's interesting because it's got a Lynx style and there seems to be a bit of an Australian sand belt flavor. That's Mm. the the phrase I keep coming across. So you've got some wide, sandy areas, really wide fairways. Rough is not an issue. So driving accuracy isn't ultra important, but the distance that you mentioned is. And then coming into these greens, they're ultra fast and firm. And so it it plays into that link style where you got to get creative and you can bump and run, um, you know, try to land it on the right spot. I heard an interview with Kevin Kisner talking about how you can hit an approach shot here. It can bounce 12 or 14 times and not stay on the green because it's so firm. Wow. So the strokes gained approach is important, and then that short game is really important. Uh, The way that they have these challenging green complexes – And so just think of um, the old British Opens, where you're around the green and you have the creativity and the skill in the short game, then that can really give you an edge this week. Sounds like a tough challenge, man. And
0: one good piece of news, though, you know, this obviously in in South Carolina and this time of year, you get those afternoon thunderstorms. But, you know, based on the weather today, uh, they're having a decent amount of rain there. So maybe that softens those greens, softens the greens a little bit, gives them a break there. Um, And I know you had mentioned they have great uh, drainage at this particular course, so maybe it won't hurt as much on the distance uh, off the tee. But then throughout uh, Thursday through Sunday, I don't see any major uh, advantage because there's like a 40% to to 20% Ah, uh, chance of showers each of the four days, but none of nothing is consistent. And generally, you know, that's if you've gone there to that area, uh, Charleston or Myrtle Beach or any of those areas on the coast uh, at this time of year. You know, it's volatile; things blow in and in and out of, off the ocean, and you get some some rain here and there. So, I don't think weather's going to be an effect. It's mid 80s throughout the week, so. We should get uh, a really interesting test of golf, uh, and, and I'm excited to watch it just because it is something completely new. We've we've had so many courses here where we were very familiar with them. We had either played them or walked them or been there, but this one is completely out of the blue, and it's it's actually sort of fun uh, going into the U.S. Open that's coming up. So
1: yeah, I think so too. And it's interesting how it, it by all accounts it's very different in terms of the course and then we'll see next week at the US Open. So yes. the guys who are here uh, are they there to just practice and be sharp guys like Brooks Kepka or are the some local guys, a lot of southern guys here who this is right in their backyard and so they yeah. feel comfortable there and other guys who are just taking advantage of the opportunity, some younger guys co- recent college graduates getting invitations here, guys with corn ferry tour experience. Um, so it's it's a mixture of guys, because you go all the way up to the studs of DJ and Kepka, who we'll get to in a minute. Right. But to start this off, I, I did some digging around to try to find information on who has played this at least a few times. Yeah, and that's so, helpful. Absolutely. A couple names to go with here. Lucas Glover is a, a course ambassador here. Mm. So he's played it more than most. And his putting's been better recently, so he's he's in play for me. He's usually very reliable to at least make the cut, which we love in PGA DFS. Uh, right, Kevin Kisner, uh, no big surprise, as a Southern guy, uh, has played here and um, has provided some commentary on the course. And he, I actually liked his interview, Coach. I liked his... He seemed pretty zeroed in and you know, confident because it does require you to shape your approach shot and have precision uh his putting hasn't been as good recently as a guy like glover or some of the other short game guys we will get to so that's the drawback on him but he's i think he's worth considering okay uh, luke list has the course record uh recently shot a 65 there so he's done his homework but he's missed his last couple cuts so there's some yeah. pros and cons there and then uh, one of the young guys, Bryson Nimmer, grew up an hour from there. Uh, it's his third tour event. He's made a cut. Uh, he's really cheap. He's 6300 And he's one of the guys uh, who's talking about how th- these younger guys have a bit of an advantage, or they're, they're more on a level playing field with the veterans who haven't played here much because they couldn't. So like you right. said, it's it's kind of fun to see – Who's been there, who's been doing their homework a little bit and uh, how does everybody perform here with with their first opportunity? because we don't with those other tournaments we've had recently, like the memorial or go on and on, we don't have guys who've played here for 10 years. No. And you know we were talking prior to the pod here and
0: we don't know this might be just a one and done shot for this tournament uh, because uh, it's taking place at that Canadian, Uh, RBC Heritage uh, Canadian uh, Championship has been around for years and years uh, because of the, you know, COVID travel restrictions. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, uh, how how things shift around, if it does land a spot regularly on the tour uh, or not. So, uh, you know, a lot to be determined uh, this weekend for sure.
1: Absolutely. Do you want to talk about some of the odds, some of the studs? Because there's an interesting mix here of... Top flight players, but also the younger crowd coming in.
0: Yeah, it's you know it's it's going to be a little bit easier to make the cut for some of the the better players, from what I can see, because uh, a lot of people you know passing to prepare for the U.S. Open or you know doing whatever other than than playing. So I think you're going to see uh, some of the stronger players have a little bit easier time making uh, the cut. But again. You just wonder if if guys are close to that cut line, if uh, you know they're not just just as happy to spend the weekend at home practicing for the open. So there's a lot of question marks here. But let's let's look at the the top odds guys, and it's it's amazing though that uh, you've got your top, I'd say seven that are legit, and then after that it just plummets. Right. I mean it's it's amazing. <laughs> So, if we've ever needed, like, we're no, we don't need just one or, or even two of your value dudes. We may need like three or four of them right. today. But uh, so you've got Dustin Johnson, obviously the favorite at eight to one, and Kepka at eight and a half to one. So, those are the two guys that you're going to see either both or at least one of them in almost everybody's lineup. So, what is your thinking on the two chalk? I want to fade them both, coach. Wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. So there's your contrarian spot right off the bat. At least on DraftKings um where price is more of an issue. Yeah. But I mean, DJ he's missed the cut at the Masters and the PGA. Yeah. This is his home state, but I remember when they were asking him about this course at the PGA and he didn't know anything about it like most of these guys and didn't seem to care that much about the fact that it was in South Carolina. Couldn't even <laughs> he couldn't even remember the biggest tournament he'd won in South Carolina, so oh, um, I just I don't see the need to pay top dollar for somebody who has is ultra talented, but he's just not in good form.
0: Um, yeah, no, and, I'm with
1: you. You know, I'm shocked about Kepka though, Andrew. You're yeah, a Kepka truther, I do. man. I am, and yeah, he. I mean, he's in a different situation right now than DJ because he played really well at the PGA, right, right there down down to the wire, finishing second. So if I was going to play one of them, I would play him, but okay. and you know he's got the great length, so there's a lot to be said for it. Maybe I'm going to talk myself into it, Coach. Don't <laughs> don't remind me how much I like Kepka. I and know. Talk myself what's into your it. what's your fade reasoning though, mainly? Just because of the the price. ownership and, and yeah. yeah, and the price and um, the fact that it's just without um, without guys to. Like what you said, the big drop off after the top seven. You right. don't have a bunch of guys here where you're gonna get fired up about, yeah, let me let me just go down to Patrick Reed this week or let me go down to Webb Simpson. Yeah. You know, you don't have those options, so you feel no. safe with Kepka and and there's a lot to be said for that. But that's my oh, that's gonna, my initial I know. Build. He's, he's showing up in your <laughs> lineup. Don't yeah. don't
0: even mess around. Yeah, we'll
1: see. We'll yeah, see. no,
0: I I mean I've right now got Kepka penciled. Just again, you know, a lot of the reasoning being, I just, he doesn't, I don't think he has to play really great golf to make the cut and at least, you know, get some points for you. But um, yeah, DJ is, is just such an odd guy, man. It's so hard to determine, you know, I feel as comfortable saying, you know, he's not going to give a damn and just not make the cut or he could win by six shots. You know, it's, (laughs) that's the the problem with DJ. Yeah. Yeah no doubt all right so here's the next the next group of four guys that i respect and i think all of these guys have a good shot to make my lineup to be honest with you it's Tyrrell uh, tyrell hatton matthew fitzpatrick soon jm and tommy fleetwood
1: what do you think of that grouping solid group um they're all guys that you usually feel pretty good about for a top 20 yeah uh, i think they're all playable Hatton's, Hatton's getting a lot of publicity here because of the fact that it's a, a link style course. Right. Um and he's got the great approach game, but I didn't like his interview. He was really talking about being rusty
0: hmm.
1: um you know, 5 or 6 weeks ago he had the covid positive covid test and then Yeah. uh he's had a couple weeks off here, so he admitted that he feels rusty yeah. which you know, maybe he'll get over that quickly and his it's talent will take over. So, yeah, that's he's, the a, he's there. a bit
0: of a crabby guy, though. Yeah. Every interview, he just it's sort different. of annoyed a little bit, right? You know, one of
1: those kind of guys, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's another theme sometimes with some of the Europeans. Um, yes,
0: a little standoffish for sure, right. right? Uh, Fleetwood, and we
1: don't mean anything negative for
0: we have lots of be- listeners all over the world. <laughs> oh, yeah, no,
1: I mean, I love everything about golf over there, and I, okay. I. Uh, I like how a lot of those interviews—they are very open and and honest. They're, they're sharing—they're sure. sharing the negative side, which yes. is refreshing sometimes.
0: It is. It um, is. Honesty is good. Sometimes, you know, uh, some of the guys that just came up from when they were seven, like you know, Justin, uh, Justin or I mean, uh, I always, yeah, yeah, those kind of guys just, they, you know, they—it's almost like a pageant
1: kid. Right. You know, they're right. just
0: you know, program, but I do, I like the honesty too. I I think that, uh, that's refreshing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood, you mentioned who, yes. Uh, awesome talent. He's been inconsistent. Yeah. Uh, really week to week too. Not like cold for six and then hot for six. So he's, you know, it kind of depends on what you want to build. If you want to build GPP lineup, maybe you start with DJ and Fleetwood because they could both win by five or six. Yeah. Um, and then M, I, th- I think he makes a lot of sense, but again, he just you know he hasn't been on his top form lately. Uh, Fitzpatrick, I think, is really solid. Uh, he yep. he could be a good way to to pay up for talent, but get lower ownership. True. Yeah.
0: And that group, by the way, is fourteen to twenty-five to one. So they're all gapped in that next level. Uh, here's a guy. I probably should have added this guy into that group. Harris English is thirty to one. Um, But then is when it starts getting really uh, sketchy. (laughs) What do you think of English, though? Any chance for you to make your lineup?
1: Not quite good enough recent form either. No, he's not playing well. Maybe this is part of the theme here. A lot of these guys are trying to find a rhythm. Because they, for various reasons, just aren't at the top of their game. Yeah. All right, are you ready for this group? Give me somebody I can play. I don't like all these expensive guys this week.
0: You know, this. I'll put a ring around these guys. They're between 35 and 50 to 1. And I'll just give you, I know it's a lot of guys, but I'm just going to give you like 10 of these guys, and then you can pick out the guys you want next. But do you know the ninth favorite to win this tournament is Garrick Higgo?
1: Now we're talking. Now you're talking my language, Coach. (laughs) Give me some value guys, Uh, value names. Yeah, he's... Go ahead. Okay. All right. We'll circle back to Higo. We'll remember he's at the top of the list. What's the entire Absolutely. group? Absolutely. All right. Keith Mitchell, Patton Kaziri,
0: Alex Noren, Ian Poulter, Lucas Glover, Brant Snedeker, Harold Varner III, Jonathan Vegas, Ben Martin, and C.T. Pan. How's that for a, a grouping? Sounds like a winning lineup right there. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, talk let's talk about uh, put the blindfold and darts. There you go
1: with that one. Let's start with Higo who Yes. He has had a terrific putting season over on the European Tour. He's won a couple times. Uh, yeah. he's got plenty of power, he's young, he's 22. He just isn't a household name yet. Hasn't done it no. yet on American soil. But this Las is, Vegas respects him though. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. So I I like him here. Uh, as the yeah i mean i'm excited about this group starting off with higo so wow let's, let's only build you a man you're,
0: <laughs> you're, you're you're amazing all right so give us the rest of these gems if you can remember some of those guys i threw out there
1: yeah i think you mentioned glover in that group who's the, the local course ambassador got got experience here snedeker yep. i mean awesome putter one of the best putters ever on the pga no tour no question he's and phenomenal on the you know I like these veterans you know yeah he's he's my he's one of my veterans for the week okay. um he and he has had several top 20s lately yeah. So he's getting there um yeah. his Pat, price is fair too that's yeah, what I like right yeah. exactly Patton Kazire, um his short dangerous game, very dangerous two top threes are tied for yeah. thirds in, in may yeah uh, so that's that's something we like uh th- those are probably my favorites out of that group yeah. But, um, you know,
0: Keith Mitchell's come through for me. Uh, he's made some cuts when I have played him. He's not a bad player either.
1: No, no. He, he's got a little swagger. Yeah. Um, having won and, you know, he's he's finished pretty high here a few times. Uh, yeah. So there's some something to be said for him. Um, you mentioned Ben Martin, who yes. has had some pretty good stats lately. I know you've been on him. He's probably been a value guy that you've played more than me, and you've had a lot of yeah. success with him. Um, he's had yeah, some good he's stats. he's a grinder.
0: You know, he's he gets he generally will get through to the weekend, but uh, it's just hard with this course though because I've been able to pluck him out a few times on courses where I know he plays well. But this is such a anomaly of not knowing what you know the, how these guys are going to adjust to these co- this course.
1: Yeah, but a guy like that who has been standing out and strokes gained off the tee and approach. Yeah, on a long course where you need precision. True. You know, that that puts you in a pretty good spot and see if he can roll in some putts. You know, the other thing too is Andrew, this, you know, a lot of these guys, and this is a
0: a good thing to think about when you're building your lineups, and why I sort of like your theory this week to to fade some of these chalk expensive guys. You know, is this that big of a deal to Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Tommy Fleetwood, etc.? These guys are already multi-million dollar, m- multiple-time winners, huge endorsements. But you take guys like, you know, Her- uh, Garrick Higgo and and uh, Harold Varner the Third, Jonathan Vegas, Ben Martin, CT Pan. This might be their best chance to take something down. And right. you, you win a tournament on the tour— all the exemptions kick in, you know, besides all the outside stuff with possible, uh, you know, advertising deals, et cetera. But the main thing that these guys are always looking to do is make sure they're qualified and they can play in events. And if, if you can sneak up in a tournament like this, that's a weaker loaded tournament, you know, even a Kevin Kisner, who hasn't won in a while, You know, that this they may really buckle in and say, Hey, listen, I need to win this tournament. I'm gonna grind it to the end because then you're you know, you're playing the US Open next year. You're playing, you know, those tournaments. So that's a good theory, I think, too, to to look at, because starting with the US Open and some of these tournaments coming up, you know, the long time tournaments that guys have already committed to, you're not gonna have a whole lot of opportunity until later in the season uh, to to maybe you know grab a victory if you're some of these mid-level guys like a Doc Redman for example is another guy Luke List those are all guys that maybe this is their best shot and you know maybe they go after it.
1: yeah i agree a lot of those names especially in that first 4 or 5 really looking for their first win on the pg tour or maybe their second and yeah. uh, they look at a a field that's not quite so top heavy with top 20 guys we we know there's a couple studs there but yeah, great opportunity for a lot of the mid-tier guys. Um, and with the the final build here, I think we may need to hold out a couple of our va- extra value plays for members this week. Otherwise, we're going to sure. f- we're going to finish off my DraftKings lineup here. If we're not I careful, I know which we are... already know you've already plugged Kept in, so that's a good <laughs> <laughs> But uh, but yeah, that's what we do. We build a clipboard on DraftKings for yeah. golf. Uh, nice full clipboard with lots of op- lots of options, and then core plays highlighted, and then we can give out the full lineup on FanDuel. Uh, so we do that for our members with a cash lineup and a GPP.
0: Yeah, and you know it gives gives everybody uh, members an option to, uh, you know, what lineups? What do you want to play? What kind of uh, you know contest selection? And you know some people are. Stronger cash single entry players. Some want to play more GPP style. But I'll tell you, if, if there's a week where you spread out and make a few different lineups, you know, for me, who's normally a one or two lineup guy, this could be a five or six lineup week for me because there's just so much variance and possibilities here. I think you got to spread that out a little bit. But if you want to get access to those lineups, join us. Uh, we're at uh, dfscoachtalk.com. You can join for as little as a three-day pass. And if you're listening to this, you like golf and you play DFS golf, uh, this is the day to join because that three-day pass is $10. You would get in there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you know, and then you can make a decision from there. But you'll get all of our lineups uh, for tonight, for this whole tournament. And then on Fridays nights, we put out a lineup for weekend only, uh, which, again, those – those uh, contests are just as good as, as the ones uh, for tomorrow because you've got a lot more people watching on the weekend. So we'd love to have you uh, join us there. We also have a package right now uh, is a two-month membership for 111, which is the best deal we've we've offered this season. We did it uh, in unison with the NBA playoffs. but you don't just get the NBA playoffs. you get everything we offer, which right now is all of the baseball, all of golf and all of basketball. And so, uh, you know, we'd love to have you join us uh, and just dfscoachtalk.com or you can check us out on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If you have specific questions for Andrew on Twitter, he's at Language Olympic and I am at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, this is the quick ask. Uh, real important to us though, a quick thumbs up, a quick subscribe and hit that little alert button in the upper corner that will let you know when our podcast post. All right. What other gems do you have? Any other statistical, uh, analysis or guys you want to point out? I know you were talking about putting being somewhat key this week. Are there any guys stand out to you there beyond like a Snedeker, and you know, I would assume Johnson and Kepka uh, both uh, are decent in the putting uh, ratings.
1: Yeah. So if you want to do some more research this week, I would look at uh, short game statistics, scrambling, putting. Uh, all right, coach. I'll throw in one more name. It's Luke Donald. Any okay. chance I can to throw in another veteran, I will. And his putting has turned around lately. His his uh, stroke scan approach has been really strong. Tied for 13th at the Byron Nelson. Under under seven thousand on DraftKings, I like that profile.
0: We may have to start doing a podcast for the Senior Tour. (laughs) Seriously,
1: (laughs) although I can't
0: make jokes after Phil won the PGA, I can't make jokes anymore. That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Outstanding. All right. Well, I mean, that should hopefully that gives everybody the best idea that we can uh, of what to prepare for. Again, this is an odd week with you know a a lesser uh, field, a new course. Uh, but, hey, that doesn't mean you can't smash it. I mean, I'm going to probably go, you know, full disclosure, probably a little lighter than normal in golf. You know, just get ready to 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 go after the, the U.S. Open. But I'm certainly going to have some exposure. And sometimes, you know, these, these smaller tournaments can be a hidden gem for you.
1: Agreed completely. Let's do it.
0: All right. Okay, well, we appreciate everybody listening in. Uh, Definitely catch us seven days a week with our NBA podcast. Um, And we are here weekly every Wednesday. We'll leave this up. We have a lot of people that tune into it on Fridays for that weekend-only information. And hopefully some of these guys that we've mentioned today make the cut, and you can utilize them on Friday as well. But we really appreciate everybody listening in, and we'll certainly be back again next week for – for the uh, big US Open PGA coverage. Uh, we'll go a little bit longer, a little bit deeper on that one. And uh, there's some phenomenal contests out there. Big, big money uh, in the DFS world. So we'll look forward to that. And uh, we appreciate you all. And, and uh, we look like we're gonna go after it and crush it in PGA DFS.